Hi. Hi. Welcome back to With Friends Like Us. We are Annalise and Taylor, your resident besties. Today we are joined by Samantha, who's recently found herself on a health and self-improvement journey. You will not want to miss a minute. Grab your bestie, your favorite coffee, and let's get into it. Samantha is my youngest sister. Why don't you tell our listeners a little something about you? Yep. So as Taylor said, I'm her youngest sibling. I'm 26. I currently live in Texas. And as she mentioned, I'm on a health journey for about a couple of years, just trying to uh, live my best active lifestyle. This is something that Taylor and I (laughs) have tried multiple times. (laughs) Struggle Me too. With. <laughs> well, yeah, but we continue to try. So yes. it shows perseverance. And it's true. Yeah, but we have been watching you, Samantha, for the past, I don't know, probably significantly what, for the last like six months or so. Oh, yeah. And like we've seen like you're just like not giving up and like creating these awesome habits that we'd love to talk about today and hopefully learn some mm-hmm. stuff and find some motivation. Thank you. hundred percent. And I'm no professional, but, uh, (laughs) we always have to preface that we are not doctors. We're not professionals, but we are real people living in the real world. Yes. Um, trying to navigate our own lives Mm -hmm. and trying to make our lives better. Right. A hundred percent. All right. It's about that time. Coffee time. time. And I hit up Starbucks before coming over here and got the huge triple espresso for Taylor and myself. But Samantha, why don't you tell us what you're drinking? I have the brown sugar oat milk shaken espresso. Usually my go-to to keep a lower calorie option and still get the caffeine. There you go. But the oat milk, though. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Acquired taste? I couldn't tell a difference. Oh. Okay, but I'm not a milk drinker. Okay, I was just going to say, let's just put that out there. She's not a milk drinker. So okay. me, I'm a big milk drinker. Our other sister, Lexi, bigger milk drinker than I. I would be interested to know if she could tell a difference because I certainly can. I couldn't. And since that's just the standard in this drink, I don't you, like yeah. to make adjustments. Oh, so she does you don't, not like us. You don't like our half, <laughs> no. half a cup tag that sits on this cup. If I got asked to order that for you, you would get a white mocha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My dad told me on Sunday, he was like, I would have gotten you your coffee today, but I'm too embarrassed to order it. Me too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The wow. last time I went through the drive-thru with Samantha, she said, are you seriously, you're going to order that? <laughs> and I was like, that's what I like. And that was the time I couldn't like remember. So I was fumbling yeah. and it took way too long and I did feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But you know what? The crazy thing about it is they hear it all day long. So and I don't feel bad. worse. And it's bomb. Yeah. And it's so good. I've actually had a couple of baristas say to me, I haven't tried that variation. I'm like, it's amazing. And they're like, it sounds amazing. I'm going to try it. Look so. at you. I'm Turn in saying. the world on one by one to your coffee order. I know, but don't prep it. I, I don't know the calories of this drink <gasps> because, you know. Judging by the amount of pumps of yeah, <laughs> a lot. It's <laughs> probably, <laughs> 450 well, calories. I was going to ask how many calories are in your drink. I think around 110. Okay. Oh, that's so pretty I good. stick between this or a skinny vanilla latte, which is the sugar-free vanilla syrup. 
Well, those are good. I've they are, those. and I can't tell the difference between sugar-free or not, so I figure why not make that healthier? Don't so, you have the best palate for someone on a health journey not being able to tell the difference between <laughs> the bad and the good? What was your tipping point, and what made you feel like this was it, I'm sticking to it this time? Well, I would say looking back from when I decided to really stick to it would be last January, so 2022, um, I saw some pictures from my birthday that December before that I was not happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, I look like a blowfish. <laughs> so, well, and especially when you look in the mirror, you look at pictures and you don't even recognize yourself. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I told Taylor, I was like, whoever let me look like <laughs> Whoever allowed me to step in front of a camera. That's yeah. why I don't. So but, I would no. say it was like that birthday, seeing those pictures. I was like, oh gosh, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And That's then all it takes. I started last year, kind of gone off track a little just between moving states and new jobs and traveling for work, but I still kept off most of the weight. And then this January just hit the ground running again and have been as consistent as possible. That's the key is even if you fall off track, just being consistent, getting mm-hmm. back on. Even with like one little thing, if you fall off the whole track, just make sure you're consistent with at least one of the things. Like one of the habits you've formed, like you don't let them all go to shit just because you yeah. went over your calories. If I don't eat healthy, all I'm still going to do my workout. I'm not going to say, well, I had bad food, so I'm just not going to work out either and not going to drink my water. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One one bad quarter isn't going to ruin the whole game. There you go. If I understood sports. <laughs> well, um, Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines a habit as a settled tendency or usual manner of behavior. Can we talk about some of the good habits, um, those that you've made repetitive, um, behaviors that you have stuck to repeating as they have positively affected you physically, emotionally, and psychologically? So I would say some of the habits that I've started while getting a dog for one helped because I'd have to get up and get dressed to take him outside to go potty. So instead of just staying in pajamas all day, Mm -hmm. which I used to do, and then it would just encourage me to do nothing all day has really helped. And not only getting dressed, but waking up and putting on my workout clothes. Mm -hmm. So then when I'm ready to work out at lunch every day, which is another habit I have is sticking to the same time to work out. Yeah, I would say that's helped. Then there's no excuse of, oh, I don't want to change or I don't want to do this. It's I've already gotten dressed and I've set the mood for the day and I I know what's coming. And like by way of like your food, do you pre-plan your food or is it something that you're you just buy healthy stuff and then you just decide that day what you want to eat? Good question. No, I definitely pre-plan. I'm a planner, so I will try and plan two weeks out. But at least one week, I have a calendar and I write every day of the week, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And then I, that gives me my grocery list of what I need to buy. And then I'll try, I don't like meal prep, like Sunday, my dinners for the week because mm-hmm. that gets boring eating the same thing. Yeah. But I will try and make enough so that there are leftovers for a couple meals. So then if one day I'm lazy and I'm like, well, I don't want to cook. Normally I would pick up, but now I have a healthy option in the fridge. I can say for the most part too, like she's very regimented and will stick with her plan. So if something's on there for lunch or dinner, she's not breaking, even breakfast. Yeah. Which would be the easiest thing to kind of veer from, but you're like, nope, it's, it's written. It's, it's Bible. We're done. 
So do you think that because you've pre-planned meals, like you know what they consist of, it's made it easier for you when you travel for work or when you travel for home, like you know what parameters you're staying in when you're eating not in your own space? I would say so, especially home. It's easier because I have more access to certain groceries or items to like modify the meals. Traveling for work has been a little bit trickier, but at least I know, okay, I'm having chicken and a vegetable and that's what I would have at home. So even if I don't know the the calories, I know that it's somewhere in that realm. So I would say that's definitely helped. Like you said, I'm pretty good at sticking with what I have. But I think another piece of staying consistent here is allowing myself to have certain what some people like bad food, but it's not bad, you know? So if I want Chick-fil-A one day... And I'm looking forward to it. Like, that will be my Friday dinner. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to get Chick-fil-A tonight. And I'll have that. And I'll just know, okay, if I'm having Chick-fil-A, maybe I'll have a smaller lunch that day or something. But I don't tell myself, oh, no, that's not in the meal plan. You can't eat that because that's what I've done in the past. And then that's what's led to. Then I end up just binge eating and fall off track for good. So now I just allow myself to have what I want, but in moderation. On this journey you've been on, because we know you've kind of like been really hardcore this year but you said started 20 at the end of 2022 when you saw your birthday picture beginning of 2022 yeah beginning of 2022 so have you tried different methods of seeing how things work for you like tracking calories or using apps or getting trainers like what have you done in the course of your journey i've used online trainers So for fitness and health, um, or nutrition, rather, I've done tracking the calorie using the Noom app and then doing just my own at-home workouts using Peloton. Personally, for me, I've done the best just doing my own thing. No trainer using Peloton at-home workouts and the Noom app to track calories. But I've tried not tracking calories and just trying to say, okay, well, that should be pretty close that doesn't work as well. I really need to track it because mm. you don't realize how much you're eating until you're actually paying attention to yeah. everything that you're putting in your body. Do you feel limited by that? No. And I think that's because I still will allow myself to have certain things or go over my calories if I want something. Okay. But then I don't let that ruin my weekend or ruin the rest of the week. Like, oh, I'll just start fresh next week. I allow myself to have whatever I'm craving in that moment and then just start fresh right after. Yeah. That's such a good quality to have. I'll be like, Oh, well I did it on Friday. So that means I just need to start fresh Monday. I have the whole weekend to just binge until I go hard on Monday. And that used to be my mindset until I've done this, which I think people call it the 80, 20 rule where like 80% is good food and you can allow yourself to have 20% of whatever snacks or treats you want. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. If you want to create a, like a lifestyle that's sustainable, you have to live your life how exactly. you want to live it rather than, I mean, do the yo-yo dieting. Thing, like I did which, keto multiple times and it was great for two weeks. And then no, I yeah. wanted pizza like, and pasta <laughs> and all the carbs. And yeah. then I'd give up and gain all the way back and more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, as as good as like, I'm just going to say my own opinion here, as good as keto is in the moment, because I too have done it and, I, and you've done I've it done too. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you are like, oh my gosh, I dropped so much weight and it's so fast. And you're like, yes, this is great. It is not sustainable. Like in my opinion, I guess unless you're going to do it for your entire life, but like the second you stop, it's, it's all back. Like, no, absolutely. Ready to party. Like Mm -hmm. you're so limited. And so, and I did keto once like with an actual person that like made all my food and he had like ingrained in me, like if you step outside this meal plan, you will be out of ketosis. This will not work. It will be all for nothing. And so you feel like you're on this rigid plan where there is no leeway Mm -hmm. for anything other than the exact kind of food you're supposed to eat. Like I even had to track if I ate a pickle, like that's insane. (laughs) Right. And like you lose weight fast and everything, but the food noise is still there. You're, you know, you're not actually helping this, the mental side of like why people overeat, why, you know, why people are emotional eaters or whatnot. And yeah, nothing works unless it is sustainable. I think that's such a big part of it too, which for a lot of people, I'm sure is getting down to the root of why you look to food for certain things. Like I look to food a lot because of like, I'm an emotional eater. So Mm -hmm. happy. Let's celebrate with food. Sad, let's just drown our sorrows in food. Anything. Food, food, food. Bored, bored, bored. Mine's boredom, too. Like, if I'm busy for work, I could go not eat lunch, have a small snack or dinner, and be fine. But if I'm sitting on the couch on Saturdays and Sundays are my hardest to stick to it. Mm -hmm. I won't even be hungry when I'm sitting there watching TV or whatever, and I need something to just munch on. Yeah, you just need some something in your mouth to crunch on. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. probably so good as so like for you keeping like the best foods in your pantry because I mean you've seen our pantry, it's not the cleanest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it makes it so easy to be like, oh, I'm gonna go grab a cookie yeah, or no. candy. And now I'll do like an apple with protein yogurt as the dip. It's delicious. Never would have tried it in the past. Yeah. I know, and I will say too, she's a very picky eater. So for her to have even like branched off and try like protein oatmeal or protein apple yogurt dip, like that's crazy. And sometimes I look at her and I'm like, well, if she can do it. I can do it because she's the pickiest person. I also feel like, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, once you've like started changing your eating habits, things that maybe before didn't taste good will now taste better to you now because you are eating cleaner. Mm -hmm. So like the natural sugars from fruit and the natural sugars from other things, they taste so much better because you're not eating the processed high fructose corn syrup stuff anymore. Agreed. Like my dessert now will be fresh strawberries and I'll add some cool whip if I want to make it last a little longer, but we literally strawberries just talked about this. What was this? Two nights ago, don't judge us, but sh- she used her point somewhere else and we went and got a sonic blast. Oh, we did, so but that's because I yeah. wanted it. So yeah. I- on the way there, though, we were, I remember we were sitting at the stoplight and you said something about like, we should just go home and cut up strawberries and have Cool Whip. And I said, that doesn't sound good to me, though. And I was like, and I know, should I start that? I will not have a problem doing it, but it's getting myself there yeah it's like that dessert that we used to make on keto that like chocolate chocolate mousse pudding yeah and it's so good i mean 
I think it's highly caloric though. Yeah, because it's full of heavy cream. Yeah. yeah. But now what you can do is you can take um, sugar-free the chocolate pudding mix and you mix it in with Cool Whip. Kind of does the same thing. Oh yeah. And honestly, the sugar-free pudding, you cannot taste a difference. I will say that's one thing. Like it tastes like normal pudding. Now that we've talked a little bit about your good habits, we're going to kind of go right into your bad habits. And can you tell us about your bad habits and up until this point, how you have found that they have affected you physically and mentally? One of the bad habits I had, which Taylor is very aware of, is even if I'm not hungry, I have to have three meals a day, regardless. You and Annalise are very similar. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I'm not hungry, but what's for dinner? Mm -hmm. planning out my meal of like, ooh, this is what I'm going to eat. Now I just listen to it. Okay, you're not hungry. Just go to bed or have some water. Another one would be probably just how much I would order if I were to get fast food. I'd be like, oh, I'm starving. So I'm going to order two meals and a dessert, maybe two desserts and a side. (laughs) (laughs) Now I just, I'm like, I don't need all of that. Right. I would eat it and then feel sick after. Like I literally just forced myself to eat it because I wanted it. Mm-hmm. It makes me not, sick thinking about it. Yeah, it's not satisfying. No. So now I just, I limit what I order. Like I'm like, I don't need that. So I order a normal meal. Do you like, you mentioned Chick-fil-A earlier, but like, let's just say you find yourself at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Are you looking at the menu like... What is the healthiest thing on this menu? Or are you like, what do I actually enjoy? And we'll order that. I would order what I want, what I enjoy. But instead, so like Chick-fil-A, for example, I would normally do a, not normally, but in the past, a 12-count nugget, large fry, chicken sandwich, sometimes a side of mac. (laughs) That's a lot. So now I still get the chicken nuggets. I'm not going to get grilled. I don't want the grilled. Yeah. I'll get the regular, but I'll get a 10 count and a medium fry and that's it. Right. Good to go. Satisfied my craving. Are you full at that point? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know if that's the case. I think I was just eating with my eyes mm-hmm. in the past, like just forcing it because I'm like, oh, it's so good. Another bad habit would just not be exercising. I don't even know what I did with myself during the days without exercising. It's like part of my daily schedule now. What initially got you into exercising? Like, do you remember the first day you're like, you know what? I'm going to hit the gym or I'm going to hit the pavement. Well, it started because I got the Peloton bike because I wanted it because I did love cycling. I used to do that at the gym. I would do their cycle classes. So I was like, I might as well get the bike. So I did that for a few months and then... I wasn't seeing the progress I wanted to see. And honestly, I was on TikTok and I kept seeing everyone saying, you need to lift weights. You need to do strength training. Cardio is not going to do it. So I was like, well, let's try it. So I started doing the strength classes last January when I started this journey on Peloton and haven't looked back. But home workouts work for me. I don't like going to the gym, working out in front of other people. Like your thing, it's a home-based workout. Use the Peloton app like on your TV or something. Yeah, and then I just got dumbbells on Amazon so I could still like get a good strength workout in. The one-time cost is cheaper than years of a gym membership. It's interesting because I think I know I've, throughout my years, have tried different things. I've never been a fan of at-home workouts, like ever. 
But then I see all the progress you've had over the last year and a half or so. And I'm like, wow, that was just strictly from at-home workouts. Yeah. It's amazing what you can do with just your body. Yeah. Have Mm -hmm. you ever done any, like before you got dumbbells, just strictly body weight? I did do some body weight, which great workout. Sometimes I feel like you get a better workout than with dumbbells because you're really focusing on like the muscle usage. But now that I've done dumbbells, I wouldn't go back and do body weight unless like that was my only option. What has helped you maintain your healthy habits? I would say seeing the progress I've made Mm. up until this point and honestly hearing from other people that they can see a difference. It just like encourages me to keep going. Um, Yeah, I would say that's the biggest driver. Yeah. Did you get a big ego boost yesterday when we saw the family and like I was in another room and I could hear all these people say, oh, my God, you look amazing. You look amazing. And I was like, wow, they haven't seen her in a long time. Yeah, I hate compliments, but honestly, that one secretly, when people tell me, like, I look good, I'm like, yes. (laughs) Well, yeah, because you're trying every day for it. And not that you're necessarily doing it for the way that you look. Obviously, the way you feel is so much better. Mm -hmm. But it's nice to know that people are actually noticing your hardware. Yeah, because I don't see it every, obviously, I live with myself. I don't see it every day unless I compare, like, two pictures, then I'll sometimes see it. But uh, I am my biggest critic. I'm like, you need to buy yourself some like non-stretch jeans and track it that way. Because when you're true. putting on workout clothes, it's going to be hard until they're way too That's big. That's really sad because it's spandex. But I did have like work pants that I haven't worn in a few years. And I wore when I was on my work trip in Ireland. They were kind of falling down. I was like, oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Maintenance is probably the hardest part, right? That's the at the time where people allow themselves a little bit more leeway because Mm -hmm. they've lost a ton of weight or they're at a goal weight. Now they're in maintenance. Um, I don't know if you're there yet or how far you are until you get to there, but do you have a plan for when you want to go into maintenance? That is a great question. (laughs) No, I don't. I'm still working towards like a goal, I guess. So I haven't thought that far ahead. But I would, I think my plan is to kind of just stay consistent with with what I'm doing Mm -hmm. still is continue to work out and monitor what I'm eating. But like if I go on vacation, I allow myself to drink and eat all the fried food and I don't feel bad about it. I think that's like the biggest thing too, is just allowing yourself to be be a human being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And experience. Do you have a goal in mind, whether it be like a specific weight or like clothing Kind of, but not really. What would your, not not a number, but like what would your attainable goal be? Like you're going to hit a certain number on a scale or is it something That's totally That's kind off? of how it started, but I think now working out and seeing like my body change and get muscle and stuff from doing strength training and just looking at how the scale has changed and clothes fit, I don't think looking at a number is the best way to judge like mm-hmm. progress. So... I think it would honestly be just how I feel right now. A big thing I've seen online is like motivation versus discipline. It always used to be a big, big thing like motivation, like get motivated, stay motivated. You can win everything. Now it's like really transferred into discipline. So where do you lie in between those two? I would say I'm pretty in the middle because I'm very motivated to keep going, but some days you do lose that. So being able to stay disciplined and just keep on schedule 
is what helps you keep going. I think they kind of go hand in hand in some cases. Do you think that you could stay disciplined without being motivated to do it? For me, no. So the motivation piece is very important yeah, for you. It, I guess it drives the discipline. How many times in your life have you tried to make a change, could you say? Oh, gosh. A lot. Do you need our hands and our toes, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably at least a few times every year for the last five to ten years, maybe. Between yo-yo dieting or going to the gym that lasts for a month and then stopping. Yeah. Um, a lot. Can I ask, knowing that you went to school in L.A. and you were around probably like... Models. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. You were literally in the heart of L.A. Did that ever like play any kind of role in your mind on certain things based on your friendship circles or just people you would see? No, but I think because I the people I surrounded myself with never like that thought never even crossed my mind. You're in L.A. You're everyone is trying to be an actor. Everyone's trying to, you know, make money and be models and all that kind of stuff. And so it's easy to let that culture and let that societal, what is it? Like the societal norms of that area kind of take over and make you feel bad about your own body. So that's really yeah. awesome. That, that. I guess I would say one thing is like, <clears throat> we were obviously right by the beach, never wanted to go. Anytime there were beach parties or anything, I would try and convince everyone that we shouldn't go <laughs> because I didn't want to be in the beach in yeah. a bathing suit. No one made me feel some type of way. I just, you just I still don't want to. Yeah. But like, I love the beach. So like that sucked that I went maybe like three times in the seven years I lived in LA just because closed. I didn't want to be in a bathing suit. She's like, I'll wear my gaucho pants. To the beach. <laughs> my Bermuda, flat, Bermuda, Bermuda shorts. shorts and polo. <laughs> Um, do you have any tips and strategies to help anyone learn to stay motivated or disciplined in their journey? I would just say stay consistent. Even if you fall off, get back on, just know what your goal is in your head and continue to work towards that. I would, that's honestly the biggest thing that's kept me going is just staying consistent. That's good because that's where I fall a lot. <laughs> and for me, I'm a big to-do list, check off the list person. So every week I would track, I listed my habits at the top of my planner, put Monday through Sunday. And every day as I did my workout, put a check as I read my 10 pages because I was doing the 75 hard, put a check. At the end of the day, did I was I in a calorie deficit? Check it off. And that's kind of also what kept me consistent because I was like, well, I don't want to have a missing check mark. So yeah. I'd have to do everything. And then kind of putting like many goals in. Once I get to a certain spot, I'm going to buy myself a new pair of workout shoes. Once I get to a certain spot, I'm going to get a tattoo, One, whatever it may be. And then it's something that you can work for. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, we see a new tattoo on your wrist. Do you want to tell the listeners what you just got? Yeah. So I got, it's B-Y-O-E and it stands for bring your own energy. And it's from actually my Peloton instructor, my favorite Peloton instructor. Um, that's her slogan in every class. And I take her class every day. Um, but it's just about bringing your own energy. And even if you're not feeling up to it, however you feel going into the workout, whatever you can put in is what you're going to get out. And so just showing up for yourself. 
Do you ever think it would be easier to have a friend or partner on this journey with you? No. That was a quick response Ooh, there. yeah, that was fast. I've tried it that way in the multiple times I've done it. Doing keto with Taylor, trying to go to the gym with Taylor, Alexi, trying to work out with friends, whatever it may be. Let's text each other and hold each other accountable to work out. Never works. It just, I think, gives more room for someone to be like, oh, you want to skip today or let's eat bad, blah, blah, blah. That's my opinion. Some people need the accountability. I think it just holds the other person accountable for being able to cheat and <laughs> enable each other to enable each other. Yeah. yeah. That's Taylor and I, it, uh, and, yeah, which it, is why we probably should never do anything like that. <laughs> like we could support oh. each other through things, but like, it's so easy for us to get together and be like, I don't really feel like going for that walk. Let's just do something else. Or like, exactly. I don't really feel like ordering this. Like, let's just go to mm-hmm. smack pie and get a pizza. Like, yeah, I was doing a juice cleanse with my roommate. It was like a five day one. At the end of the first day, we both were like, Ooh, pizza sounds good. We went and got pizza. Never looked back at that juice cleanse. It was done. And this was my first time now doing something on my own mm-hmm. without a trainer or check-ins or a fr- anyone, I pick my workouts. I track my food. No one else is holding me accountable, just me. And it's the most progress I've seen. Now, do you think just because like social media is such a big thing and like we live in the TikTok, Instagram culture, do you think that you would be the type of person who could like start your own TikTok and have that be an accountability piece because you are still doing it on your own, but it does still give you that motivation of like sticking to it because you have people watching. I would, if I was someone who didn't mind being in front of the camera. Okay. I would, I think that would be a lot of fun to do and make a TikTok, And cause that's kind of what got me going is, this girl who TikToks, Meredith, I think Taylor sent me hers like last January. And then I ended up doing training with her at the end of last year, doing her plan. But it was shout out, get fit with Mare. Yeah, it was <laughs> her TikToks that kind of encouraged me to keep going, just being able to see her progress over her couple year journey. Um, and it's the same ish thing that you're doing now. Yeah, she started with at home workouts, just eating normal, regular food, whatever she wants, but making it in moderation and making it fit your lifestyle. And that's been the best thing that's worked for me. So, I mean, it would be cool to go on and do a TikTok on my own, but I'm just not that. It's not for you. No. I don't know. That's different though, because I would say that like, you definitely don't want someone for accountability besides yourself, but I know for a fact I need someone, but it can't be you. No, it can't be (laughs) me. Can't be you. I was going to say, I've asked you every day, I've been home if you want to work out, and you say no. The listeners don't even know. (laughs) You know, but the crazy thing, you know, that, I mean, we haven't really introduced, you know, our journeys for weight loss or health or whatnot. It is one of those things where, like, we're in our 30s, We've probably been dieting since, at least for me, I was under the age of 10 when I started dieting. Oh, yeah. So it's like you try any little thing that comes out, any TikTok video you've seen, any pill that hits them, like whatever it is, you're like, I'm willing to try. But we get discouraged if it's not 20 pounds within a month, which in what other world is it healthy to lose that kind of 
wait so fast, but yeah. it's like that instant gratification mm-hmm. piece and like being okay with, I'm going to start something today and it's okay if it takes me three years to reach my goal. <sighs> three years is a long time. But, but that is how know, it is, know. you know, unless you're getting weight loss surgery, which I've done, um, unless you're doing something quick that's kind of what it is. And that was hard for me when I started to is not seeing the instant gratification. You're like, I've been working out. I've been eating healthy. I don't see a change. Mm-hmm. But I think seeing people on TikTok, sometimes they'll post pictures like once a month over six months. And you're like month over month, you don't really see a difference. But when you look at the beginning to the end, it's a huge change. Yeah. And so one thing that helps me, like when I started, if I'm going towards losing a certain amount of pounds, Instead of saying, oh, I want to lose 50 and you're like, this is taking forever. I just take it 10 pounds at a time. Like, oh, now I've dropped down into the next set of numbers. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, by the end of this month, I want to be in the next set of numbers. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's just multiple little goals that I work for instead of like looking at it holistically as the total number, because that's when it gets discouraging if you feel like so far away. Yeah, because it's overwhelming when, especially when you're a bigger person and you do have a big number Mm -hmm. that you have to go down to get down to like the healthy weight or whatnot. And so it's like when you think about it in terms of like, I want to lose a hundred pounds. How are you going to lose that amount of weight in a sustainable way that you're going to be able to keep off for the rest of your life in six months? Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have to be able to come up with a mindset, a healthy mindset that lets you take it day by day, week by week in terms of like still giving yourself grace and allowing yourself to also live life and, you know, not feel ashamed or nervous when, you know, the holidays come and, you know, your favorite meal is going to be cooked and you like avoid certain things. Like, I mean, we've all done it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's really awesome. Great job on your journey and sticking with it and staying disciplined and motivated. Thanks. Yeah. I would just say, don't make excuses. I know it's hard, but at least like working out every day, it's one of those things like you don't want to, I correlate it to church. You're always like, I just, I don't feel like going, but I know I should. And after church or after the workout, you're like, I'm so glad I did that. I feel so good. Yeah. It's one of those things like it is such, um, a serotonin boost gives you endorphins, endorphins, pe- endorphins, pe- what is it? Endorphins make you happy. happy. Yeah. People don't shoot their husband. Don't kill, kill their, their husband. husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much yeah. um, for sharing your story and your journey and good luck. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We've, we've loved our time with you. We'll have to do an update episode. Yeah. Hold me accountable. There you go. <laughs> Where is Samantha now? <laughs> If you aren't already following us on social media, check out our Instagram at with friends like us podcast. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes go live and follow us on Instagram for the latest news. Thank you so much for listening. Love you. Love ya.